Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Since COVID began and everybody was working from home, uh, we've had this conversation many times about how many couples will look at their uh, significant other and say, well, you really don't do that much. You come <laughs> home from work and you complain about being so busy. Right. The other thing, too, is uh, everybody that's been working from home who doesn't want to go back has claimed, oh, I'm much more productive and it's great. And really, that's all BS. You just like the time to yourself. And there are some perks that could get people back to the office again. People are asking for these perks uh, to come back into the office if some companies are really pushing to have you back. And these perks show exactly how you've been lying the entire time you've been at home, saying how productive you are. Because the things we want in the office, free food. An on-site gym, <laughs> an office lounge where people can hang out and socialize. Right. Bring your pets to work. What? Let people bring their kids to work. Oh, my goodness. On-site games, like video games and pool tables. Right. So when you were so busy working at home, it's because you were perfecting your billiards game. <laughs> There are companies, and I think you know things like Microsoft, EA Sports. I think is one. Google, where it, like if you look, there's been documentaries about their offices, yeah. and they have all of this stuff, and they seem like you know incredible places to work. And so everyone's now in just a gimme gimme phase. But it's can we not? We're just we are all uh, arrested development. Right. We're all stunted. Yeah. We really are. <laughs> Generations before us put on their big boy pants, and did adult things. Right. We can't be adults anymore. Well, that's why we're trying to erase that history I so g- people don't know about it. I guess so. <laughs> like, literally. not talk about the past anymore. I want to go to, I, I, I got to go to work to pay my bills and my mortgage and all of that stuff. But I want to be able to bring my dog and my kids and have video games to play. It's work. <laughs> <laughs> It's not your free leisure time. Right. It's work. Uh-huh. But we we have that all blurred now. It's all blurred. Well, in some senses, and, and I, I get the argument that people feel that they're more productive at home. And it's because there are less distractions of the office that are there. There are just, they as, want, ma- they there want are just as many distractions of home, yeah. but they kind of feel like they're getting both done. I think the problem with the office environment is that it had turned, it had completely turned into just almost the, this straight uh, construction line of uh, of work processes where anyone taking a break mm. was seeming seemed to be delinquent in their duties mm. right it used to remember when you started a job the first things you asked were what when are my breaks and when's my lunch and that mm. determined time and many offices had just scrapped that all together and assumed that their people weren't taking breaks or lunch anymore. Well, I, I think that a lot of people felt the pressure from upper management to keep exactly. going. They didn't want to look bad. I mean, their lunch was their lunch. They're allowed to take it. They just decided on their own that they weren't going to take it. Right. Or or they, you know, you get meetings that are scheduled around those times and mm. you've got to be here. And, and it just, that 
what was, I guess, me time or personal time mm. that was afforded to you mm. by having that job has really kind of gotten to a gray area. So when people started to work from home, they saw that, okay, I can I can take a break here mm. and still be productive, get the job done at the end of the day, and I should have been doing that all along. Yeah, I wonder, too, if it's a lot of people just, it's their own guilt and their own need to please being, yeah. being the martyr, I guess. You know, the idea that, oh, I work so hard, I never take my lunch. Well, nobody told you you couldn't take your lunch. Right. You determine that yourself. Yeah, but there also could be the boss saying, well, you know, you know Jimmy doesn't take his lunch. And, mm. You know, why do you have to take uh, a lunch? And that, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, too, mm-hmm. where, oh, man, they, they don't go out for lunch. They bring their lunch and eat it from here. I'm looking bad by being out now. Well, I'll tell you what, if this company started allowing people to bring their pets and their kids to work every day, oh, we fought in here, you, you'd be looking for a new co-host. I'd be gone. Well, this uh, might be a bit of a concern if you uh, wear contact lenses and you're quicker to go to those than the glasses. New research has revealed that many soft contact lenses are made up of compounds Linked to a bunch of health issues, including cancer, liver and kidney disease, autoimmune disorders, and fertility problems. Researchers tested 18 different pairs of soft contact lenses to see if they contained PFASs or forever chemicals, and they found extremely high levels of them all in the contacts. Uh-oh. Uh, one researcher said you should consider the lenses almost pure chemical it's unclear on how dangerous it is because no studies on the uh, how the eye absorbs these chemicals have been done. So it's a tad too early to uh, freak out. And it's very difficult to avoid forever chemicals are so widely used in so many different products that we have. Everything from toilet paper to fruit juice can have some level of forever chemicals in them. So just... You know, if you've got a choice, maybe put on the uh, specs instead of the contacts. Right. You know, when you go on the TV, you go with the contact lens, right? Uh, go back to the specs now for it, just yeah. for the, the, the distance of viewing or right. sight. Um, but when I want to wear sunglasses, like nice days, mm. I'll go throw the contacts in for that. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I, luckily, I, I just wear cheaters. Uh I don't know why I don't go. I have the benefits. It's covered. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I haven't been to an eye doctor since I lived in Windsor. That's It's so scary. Over 10 years Because I know how bad your vision actually is. No, you don't. I can't. I can't see things close up, but a di- like right. long distances I can see. Yeah. Well, when you squint. Yeah. No, I can see long distances. <laughs> go get, we got to go get tested. I want to. I want to know. Just okay. <laughs> I want to know how bad. Here's it the thing. Is. With, here's the thing with you, because you've got so much good going on in your life, <laughs> between the voice and the looks and the wealth and the. <laughs> And the whole thing, Sir. it just drives you crazy. Now that I, I know got, you're blind. Now, no, I see it. I live with you more than your wife does. You can't stand that I've got one thing that's better than you. You want me to go, you want me to Ray Charles this life. 
just so that once again you can win. You're so insecure an alpha male that you can't stand for a second that I might have something better than you. It's, it's one of those things. You got better cars, a better house, a better life. What more do you need? I'm guilty of it, and so many of us are guilty of it. When you don't go see a doctor, uh-huh. you just you assume that, well, I'm in good health. Because no one's told me I'm not. No, oh, yeah. Right? Well, it's common. It's been a... No, oh, I know. But it's been a decade for you or more <laughs> since you had your eyes even checked. <laughs> and you'll trust whatever that screen is at Shoppers Drug Mart that tells you what glasses you need. It works just fine. <laughs> but some guy who I've sent you to who has... What is that thing called? Oh, a degree. Uh-huh. <laughs> In, in you, these types of areas. You don't give a damn about me on any level. Except right. you want me to go to the eye doctor so you can prove that I got worse eyes than you. <laughs> no, I know you don't have worse eyes than me. <laughs> you want me stricken with everything. <laughs> uh, you probably got a voodoo doll at home of me that you poke with pins. Funny enough, all of my medical stuff, and I've gone downhill in the last ten years, right. has only occurred since I knew you. Right. You're my Sure. This is not going to end well. Apple has a new mobile feature in the uh, pipeline called Personal Voice. It'll allow your phone to replicate your voice after only about 15 minutes of reading prompts and training. Oy. Now, Apple says that this is meant to make their devices more inclusive for people with disabilities. They use the example of somebody suffering from ALS where they can lose their voice over time this tool could help them by reading typed texts aloud during calls and saving commonly used phrases and all that is good but we know this technology will be used for evil <laughs> scammers will get their hands on this and it'll be another situation where you know they can somehow trick old people or somebody into coughing up coin yeah can we just can we just um Stall, slow up, shut down technology for a beat. We're, we're coming up with new stuff all too quickly now. Well, and a lot of it is designed purely out of laziness. Yeah. Right? We know we don't want to have to talk, text, type, whatever it is. And so we'll just come up with technologies to help us do that. Like, we've got enough. Like, I think, what was the stat? We've invented or created more things in the last, like, 20 years than we did in all of history. Right. It's enough. Where's the, um, where's like the beam me up Scotty technology? That, that to me is the next great thing. When it comes to all of these time savers, Mm. I mean, we're saving seconds with auto completes and AI to help complete things like that. But if you could save on travel time and just like kind of instantly reappear somewhere, that's fun stuff. I don't think you'd like that. You don't like being in a skylift from Chris Lantane. True. So you don't want to be beamed up anywhere. Well, I mean, do you, but are you actually up and flying through this, or are you just beamed over to it? And what if half of you doesn't get there? Well, let's let them work that out. That's, that's <laughs> why we need the research I going on. I don't want to be a part of that experiment. But for all these people, you know, you don't, I hate being in traffic. Mm. hate going to the airport. Getting stuck in lines would be a lot easier if you could just beam. I don't know. It's it's all too much. <laughs> we should have slowed up when we invented the bread and the tire. <laughs> that was enough.
I have admitted for some time that I'm a, a big fan of the uh, sit-down pee. I, I don't know that I've uh, won you over. Have you swung my way with the sit-down pee? Like no, not at all. Not at all. No, you're missing out on the surprise poop, I'm telling you that. I don't know if that's a miss to me. And, and to be honest, I don't really have a lot of issues in that department. <laughs> <laughs> well, some uh, big survey was done on men's bathroom habits. And uh, it spanned 13 countries. And they found the place where men are most likely to sit down and pee is Germany. So I guess I should move there. Okay. Um, a big portion of German men say they sit down to pee every time. It's so common, they have a term for it. A man who sits down is a sitzpinkler. <laughs> I'm going to get that on the back of a Leafs jersey. It sounds more like sitzpinkler would be more uh, yeah. appropriate here. But sitzpinkler. Sitzpinkler. Yeah. All right. That's you. That's me, Craig Sitzpinkler. <laughs> I have that put on all my uh, business cards. <laughs> Instead of Stan Sprinkler, <laughs> it's a Sitzpinkler. Um, it is uh, so common that it is required in Germany in many public restrooms. You'll see signs in German asking men to sit down on the toilet for a pee and certainly for a poop. The other countries uh, where uh, many men sit to pee include uh, Sweden, Denmark, Australia, and right here in good old Canada. Interesting. Yeah. The place where men are least likely to sit down to pee is Mexico. All right. Yeah, I never would have uh, done it as a younger man, but uh, I do enjoy it. I enjoy sitting most of the time. So. <laughs> it fits your sedentary it, lifestyle. Yeah, it fits my <laughs> It fits my life. <laughs> now, this is not a it's not a public bathroom thing. Like, if there's a urinal available, are you choosing? Oh yeah, to sit no, down I, yeah, no, no. I'd use a I'd use a urinal, right? Um, but I, 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 it's see, I don't know. I've always had an issue. I got lots of issues, <laughs> but I'm forever one who, uh, when standing at a urinal or against a tree on a golf course. When you unzip and unload the package and you're peeing. <laughs> Slow down, right. <laughs> when I haul that whole thing yeah. out. This doesn't nearly to be, need to be that descriptive. When I haul that duffel bag of a penis out. <laughs> um, you know, at the end, as you're kind of shaking and finishing up. Right. Whenever I go back to tuck back in, I get a couple of more squirts. <laughs> So I've always got. So the sit down pee solves that problem that that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only guy? You know, you're probably not the only one. No. You ever uh, on a golf on course look at it? Oh, look. That's <laughs> all over. I got a couple of dribbles. <laughs> and you're pulling Adam Sandler. You're spilling it all over yourself. Yeah, yeah. Making your buddy feel better about himself. Uh, you know, you, well, you're, you feel bad too because, or you don't feel bad, but you're very aware. Of, like, the wind flow when you're peeing outdoors. You need to be. Yeah. Women will say, oh, you're so lucky you can pee anywhere. Well, there's a lot to it for us as well. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not so, you, you, all you have to do is squat and pee. Right. Well, I guess you got to worry about your shoes and socks and stuff. Yeah, no, I guess that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Anyhow, it's game changer for me. Okay. <laughs>
You'll you'll come around eventually. <laughs> you're really pushing this hard. You'll see, son. You'll see. Well, if you're uh, on Team Kid Rock in regards to uh, Bud Light and uh, trans people, then you can add Starbucks to your list of companies you'll no longer purchase from because they're facing Bud Light backlash for a new woke ad. Uh, in India, Starbucks was running an ad where a trans woman was meeting up for coffee with her parents. Her dad had obviously not been supportive of her transition, so they were estranged. Then halfway through the commercial, he orders them all coffee. And when the barista calls the name, the daughter realizes he gave them her new name, mm. Arpita, instead of Arpeet. Gotcha. So... People are freaking out in India. Right. Look, if you if you don't like something, you, you, you know, in life, and we have this weird situation now where we um, we get all up in arms on stuff that does not affect our own day to day life. No, not at all. You know, if you've got somebody who's trans in your life and you disagree with it, then okay. Yell and scream all you want. But if you're just walking through life and you know no trans people have no association with trans, gay, this, that, anything, then shut the hell up. Right. Who cares what you think? Your opinion means nothing. The part of the problem I see on this is that our, we are so, not only quick to, but it's we love to label everything. Mm. Like, everything's got to have a label on it, right? And if you you want to, some companies want to label themselves as woke, which is fine to be woke. Mm -hmm. But do we need to really label to say, hey, we are welcoming of all? You just should be welcoming of all. You're a business, mm. right? Like, we've always had signs on the door that said, no shirt, no shoes, no service. But there hasn't been another sign on the door that said, Hey, if you've got a shirt, come on in. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, and Adrian and I were looking at a, a, a company uh, recently, a website. Uh, to basically, they do like uh, either team building events or or birthday parties, and it's it, it designed for kids and everyone. But it, it's not something that you would, I think, particularly care or be concerned about it being. Uh, LBGTQ plus friendly, mm. um, but they the website says they are, which is fine, great. But yeah, do we need to label that they are friendly? Did the Starbucks was Starbucks uh, a concern that it wasn't welcoming I of such things? Yeah, I, I think there is this real um, push for corporations. You know, it started after Black Lives Matter, and there's been a bunch of different situations where. Different companies have decided they are really going to wave a particular flag mm -hmm. in support. And I applaud them for doing it. Look, taking a stand on anything is, is brave. I have whether, no problem whether I agree with you taking, whether I agree with your stand or not. Right. I applaud you for taking a stand on something. Right. Good. Good on you. It, it's interesting. The whole woke term has once again been stolen from black culture. And it, like it's being used completely wrong. It was from a blues singer in the 50s who was saying to other black people, be awake, be woke right. in your surroundings mm -hmm. because of police 
and other people who want to hurt you. Now we now when you're if if you're woke, it just means you're sensitive to every every little thing. Right. And it really is kind of a um you know, it's become a university white uh, I'm I'm on side with everybody kind of term now. Well, I guess it's also kind of the great indicator as well because so many people are so quick to show their bigotry mm. <laughs> and 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 don't they they're more upset that you think that they're racist mm-hmm. or that you care that they're racist than the fact that they actually are mm-hmm. or that they're biased, right? Uh, I mean, you know, that's the Kid Rock example. Of. Right. Who the hell cares mm-hmm. who's advertising your beer or what color the can has been painted? Yeah. <laughs> if they change the color of the beer itself or the flavor, then you might have an issue. Like, if you get your head wrapped around it. So when he saw that Bud Light ad with the, the trans uh, fella on there, it got him so upset. And he carried that anger to the point where he had to go get the beer, right. bring it home, set up cameras, yeah. which I heard a great, uh, uh, somebody did a slow motion of the shooting of the cans. There's another gun to the right of him. That actually shot it? Yeah, actually shot He missed. <laughs> Moron. But that's, that's, but that's, that's, but, but, but that's part of the, like, I am, I would assume he's a busy man. You, you've got a busy life. I've got a busy life. We've all got busy lives. I'm too busy. And I'm not really that busy, but I'm still too busy to really care that much about what somebody else is into. But that's really the far right uh, element of it, too, is playing to the base. Yeah. Right. And listen, the left is just as guilty with some of this. But with the woke stuff. With the the woke stuff of it. Yeah. But the the, the far right playing to the base Mm. is like Trump was able to do is even if you don't believe it, Mm. stir it up because... It'll get the attention that you want from those that really get stirred up by things. Yeah. As Trump famously said early on, people are too stupid to realize the the joke that's being played on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyhow, if uh, if you're bothered by all of that and you like Starbucks, I guess you're hooped. Rock mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.